And to that uh, piece of shit lieutenant that's always uh, on his podcast, uh, bashing us, fuck him. <laughs>
So that's right off the bat right there. Two, she's silent on all this stuff. This is, oh, and by the way, you're welcome for all this. For all the haters out there, for all the, the, the union groupies and the union heads that are listening to this, you're welcome because this never would have got brought up if it wasn't for this podcast. It wasn't for Eric Dim talking about CCRB and disciplinary matrix. You guys would still not even get this. But honestly, that I, I don't even think we should take credit for, for it because it's nothing. It really is nothing. When I read this, I don't, I don't see anything. So I'm just going to go on the first point real quick. Um, the misconduct. If you engage in a relationship beyond the scope of official duties, mitigated penalty, 10 days. Presumptive penalty, 20 days. Aggravated pen penalty, 30 days plus dismissal probation. I mean, is that... Is Not that even a, saw Greco. Is, 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 is that a lowering of, a, of, of anything? I mean, 30 vacation days, if you have a, a previous CCLB or if you're in the rank of lieutenant or you have 10 plus years on the job or, what, or whatever they want to say. I mean... I, I just think that, honestly, what that speaks to me right now, that first point... That's just a deflection from the Sal Greco case. That's exactly what that is. That's Sal Greco right there. But we know that the disciplinary matrix was terminate was was weaponized to terminate Sal Greco. And there's other factors in it that they used in other other points. But this point in particular, I think, is a deflection from Sal Greco. Yeah, and uh, and I'm just gonna say all the the major points that me and Eric honed in on on the podcast that we did previously about the disciplinary matrix, they're not changed in here. So it's like there's there's literally only 14 points. I'm going to move on to the next one. Fail to report misconduct to internal affairs. Mitigated penalty, five days. Presumptive penalty, 10 days. Aggravated penalty, 20 days. You know what this reminds me of, honestly? You know, we, we would see people with a hoopty, and everybody knows what a hoopty is, right? It's a shit car, but it still drives, and you laugh at it. And you'd see that guy with the hoopty, and they would put the best rims, and they would put a lift kit on it. But the car is still a piece of shit. That's what this is. This disciplinary matrix is a hoopty. They just put nice rims on it. I'm going to tell you, oh, we'll change these points. We'll modify and revamp it. Guess what? To my police officers out there and the bosses out there right now, if you're facing a substantiate, substantiation from the Civilian Complaint Review Board and you have charges going up to the PC, nothing's happening. It's a hoopty. It's a piece of shit. It's just new, nice rims. That's all that's on it. Yeah. And you should all call up on yourselves. Drop a log on yourselves to fail to report misconduct to internal affairs because you all see what's going on with this PBA election. That's misconduct. It's actually serious misconduct. None of you are reporting on it. Nobody in that delegate body. Uh, you guys should all be ashamed of yourself. Drop logs on yourselves because that's misconduct. Drops logs on yourself about that you didn't report. You forgot to report about the legal vaccine mandate. You forgot to report about all the corruption that we're seeing now, all the misuse of funds that's being used by the NYPD. So everybody, when, when you, after you hear this, do yourself a favor, call up. Yeah, I failed to report all this stuff. Um, but don't worry, if you're a chief, you're fine. Don't worry, you, you, uh, you don't have to do that. Um, so the next, the next one is unprofessional conduct in the workplace. Training, training uh, mitigated, presumptive 10 Aggravated 20. Unprofessional conduct in the workplace. That's so sub subjective and ambiguous. I mean, that's a catch-all to get people on anything they want. I, I mean, 20 days. I, I mean, I, I don't know. What what was the penalty before? I, I don't know. I mean, I know the Matrix very well. I'm pretty savvy with it. But I don't know the each point uh, verbatim by memory. But I don't remember what it was before. But 20 days is pretty hefty for unprofessional conduct. I mean... It's very subjective. What's unprofessional conduct? You, you walk into work and you make a bad joke? 
What what is that? I I haven't even heard anything that has has to do with police work yet. So I I don't know how this is helping anybody. <laughs> Failed to invoice property. Uh, mitigated three days. Presumptive penalty ten days. Aggravated penalty twenty days. That's a joke. Obviously, that's it's a complete joke. Again, this disciplinary matrix is not touching on the serious issues, the serious issues that affect cops in their everyday work. Right now, going to 911 jobs is a complete gamble. You're playing blackjack, you're at the casino, and you could be the unlucky one going to a job that gets you indicted, just like the cop that we saw today. And, uh, you know, I don't want to go into the case, obviously, but I, you know, I, I completely support him because that's a, that cop is representative of all of us. Let's get to the real issues. That's what I want to hear. All right, so this is going to be the end of the first page, and we have nothing to do with actually doing police work or why people, why cops are scared to actually engage with criminals out there on the street. So this is failed to prepare a required report, training for the mitigated, presumptive five penalty days, aggravated ten penalty days. These are these are hefty penalties again. Aggravating factors for my cops out there. I've, I've been preaching about the disciplinary matrix, and for my for the bosses out there, it's important that you know about this as well because this affects you also. You have to read this disciplinary matrix. You have to read it several times to understand it. And what you have to understand about the first page is what Dermot Shea signed this into his inception and said this is a living document. That means that he was fully aware that this document is flawed and is going to need to be changed. And again, it's completely flawed, and I don't see any real modification to it. All right, so now I'm on page two of it. So now we're going to get to some stuff. Unlawful search entry of a premise. Entry involves substantial physical presence and or remaining on the premise. So basically an unlawful search or entry, which every member of VSU is going to get, every FIO that does a search warrant, every public safety officer. And I hope that you have a substantial presence while you're in there. I don't even know what that means. Mitigated penalty is training. Presumptive penalty is 10 days. Aggravated penalty is 20 days. And also, in, in addition to this, what people are not talking about. It. So now you're fighting this on two fronts. Because one, you have to face internal affairs if there's an unlawful search, which you may lose 20 days. And then in addition to that, you may get a substantiated from the Civilian Complaint Review Board, which you will. And aggravating facts will give you 20 days. And if you have aggravating factors for another case, you may be facing termination. It's uh, I, I, I don't see how this is helping anybody. I, re I really don't. Because this is one that's going to get used significantly. And it's going to get used by guys that are active. So you're always going to have the aggravating factor. So you're going you're gonna to get 20 days anytime that you're found guilty of this. And we see often that the CCRB is hitting you with this and finding you guilty of it for bullshit reasons. When you have a Supreme Court search warrant, when you, you're more than authorized. You have a, you know, you have extinction circumstances. You're you're in you're in pursuit. You're in hot pursuit. All of these things that are founded in, in law that you actually do your job to train to do, you're going to wind up getting hit for 20 days. This is an absolute joke. Here's another one for police work: threat of force, police enforcement, notification to outside agency, removal to hospital without just, justification. The mitigated penalty is training. This presumptive penalty is 10 days. The Aggravated penalty is 20 days. This is the most ridiculous thing. Again, this completely fails on its head. It's an epic fail. This is, this is honestly, they might as well just wrote, hey, this is for you, Civilian Complaint Review Board, because this is exactly what's going on right now. ESU is going to serve. ESU is actually going to feel, going to feel it when it comes to this particular charge here. 
Why? Because when they forcibly remove emotionally disturbed persons, it's going to be civilian complaint review board, and it's happening right now. That substantiates their complaints, and they're going to be facing these 20 days. Yeah, and everyone's going to get this. Sergeant's going to get it. The lieutenant's going to get it. Patrol cops are going to get this. You know, this is just removal to a hospital without justification. As per who? As per what's what's without justification? What times in the police world do we just say you're going to the hospital? We just stop on the street. I'm going to take you to the hospital. We'll, we'll stop in hospitalization. Like when do we do that? We do this. We do this when people are emotionally disturbed. They're a threat to themselves or others. This is absolute insanity. Twenty days. Because, you're, again, I don't see how anyone doesn't have uh, aggravating factors. I really don't. I, I, everyone that I was rolling in my brain right now, I have aggravating factors on, except for Richard Say, except for Chief Jeffrey Madry, except for, except for kids that are all hooked up and chiefs that are all hooked up. That's why, arguably, that's why I, 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 I've talked about this with you offline. We talk about this. If you have one day in uniform on patrol, out of the academy, you have aggravating factors. You have one day. You've graduated academy. You should know better. And, and not only that, honestly, everyone has aggravating factors. So what we should do at this point is I don't think there should be any aggravating factors. Just remove the presumptive, remove the mitigating factors, and the aggravating factors that stand right now, that should be the presumptive penalty. That's it. Obviously, that would have to be changed. They're too high. But there shouldn't be a thing as aggravating factors. Everyone has aggravating factors. And those are completely subjective. Subjective to who? Subjective to who has something to gain with this particular case? Is it is it uh, someone they want to remove from the job because maybe they they have an alliance with Trump, or maybe they want this person to be removed because they're tier two? Maybe they do intrusive police work. I don't know. Law enforcement professionals dedicate their lives to serving and protecting our community, but who's protecting their financial futures? That's where Laidlaw Blue comes in. Our wealth management platform is specifically designed for the law enforcement community. Laidlaw Blue is a division within Laidlaw Wealth Management run by retired New York City detective John McDermott. His status as a retired detective uniquely positions him to establish a deep connection between Laidlaw Blue and the law enforcement community. Our platform is easy to use and provides a range of financial services, including investment management, retirement planning, and insurance solutions. With Laidlaw Blue, you can secure your financial future and provide for your loved ones. Our team of experienced financial advisors understands the unique challenges and opportunities that law enforcement professionals face. We're here to help you navigate the complexities of financial planning, and achieve your goals. Laidlaw Blue, secure your financial future today. Book a meeting using the QR code displayed or call us directly on 888-901-BLUE. That's 888-901-BLUE. All right, now we got... Failure to process a civilian complaint, mitigating penalty, training, presumptive penalty, 10 days, aggravating penalty, 20 days. That's a hefty, that's a hefty penalty for failing to file, file a civilian complaint. And again, I think that's completely subjective. Unless someone walks into a pre and you just absolutely say, no, we're not taking a complaint from you. But 
I do think it's a case by case basis when it comes to that because if someone comes in to make a complaint and it's not a legitimate complaint, why are we referring that complaint? And I never understood that. If it's not a legitimate complaint, we should not be referring that. But we know that the department procedure is refer them anyway. That's completely problematic. Yeah, and again, there's times like you have someone completely disruptive that should probably be arrested. You're not going to sit there and make a, a civilian complaint with them. You're going to tell them to leave or they're going to be arrested for criminal trespass. You give them the form. You know what I mean? But that you're going to see those are going to be the times because those are going to be the ambulance chasers, like these auditors that run around to just get paid. Those are going to be the times that they're going to call CCRB. They're going to call IAB. They're going to drop a lawsuit. So those are the times you're going to get it. And again, more than likely, if you do your job and you tell that guy and you don't and you and you don't get eaten alive out there and willing to be eaten alive, you're going to get an aggravating factor. I mean, it, it's absolute nonsense. Discourtesy, mitigated penalty, training, presumptive penalty, five days, aggravated penalty, 10 days. What was the aggravated what was the aggravated penalty for that? Ten days. Ten days. For discourtesy. I mean, I think that's and again, that is very subjective. What's discourtesy? Are you in the middle of an arrest and you say, give me your fucking hands? Is that discourtesy? Discourtesy? Absolutely not. But we know, and I know from the civilian complaint, uh civilian, civilian complaint review board, because I've been the subject of numerous complaints and investigations and actually question on these cases. Why are you cursing here? Well, I'm in the heat of the moment here. And I'm not someone that curses a lot, but again, this is completely subjective, open to interpretation. 10 days is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, absolutely. I mean, if you curse, you're going to get hit with discourtesy on top of offensive language. This is just discourtesy. So you could get 10 days for being discourteous. What's discourteous? I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I, I've made it a point numerous times. People would come up to me in, in a very aggressive manner and attempt to shake my hand. And I would refuse to shake their hand. I would never give my right hand up because that's the hand that I'm going to strike you in the face with if you get too close. So is that discourteous that I failed to shake your hand? Um, I'm going to get 10 days. I, I say that it could be taken as discourteous, but it's not. I'm, I'm, I'm in control. I, there's no requirement that I need to shake your hand. You might feel that I was being discourteous at that time, but I was just keeping myself safe. You know, I'm not going to give you my hand. So um, offensive language, though, here it is. Here's here's where here's where they really helped you guys out. Here's where she really cares. I, it's not her. You know, it's not her. She really cares. She's just trapped between a rock and a hard place. So yeah. and if what's that's the rock, what's the hard place? Yeah. And if that's the case, she's a coward. So either way, she, which might even be worse than, than actually going along with all this stuff, which I, I believe it actually is. So because I'm, 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 I'm sick of hearing it, stuck between a rock and a hard place. Offensive language, here it is. If you have a mitigating penalty, it's one day. If you have a mitigating penalty, if you do. Is someone spitting in your face a mitigated penalty? If you got cursed out for five straight hours while you were sitting in the hospital and you said fuck one time, is that is that – a mitigated penalty? I don't know. Probably not. I know Eric Dim wouldn't get that mitigated penalty. So it's one day, right? Wow. Here it is. Eric, what do you think the presumptive penalty is for offensive language? I think it's 20 days. Oh, bing, ding, 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 ding. 20 days. It jumps from one day if it's mitigated. And here, here's where you get gaslit, just like the PBA gaslit, all you, all you little groupies. You know, just like they gaslit, here it is. Oh, one day if you get the mitigated penalty, 12 people have got a mitigating penalty. 12 people. Nobody else. 
Nobody else have gotten it, but you're going to get it. Maybe because you're special. You're special. Somebody's going to give it to you. Right. If you don't drive a chief, you're not getting it, dude. If your father wasn't a police commissioner, you're not getting it. So, so presumptive penalty, 20 days for saying a curse word. 20 days. That's about $20,000 out of your pocket. $20,000 gone out of your pocket. Oh, and here it is. Aggravated penalty. Eric, what's your guess on the aggravated penalty? This is where CCRB is going to get you. And they've been waiting for this moment. They're going to weaponize it. Termination. Goodbye. Yeah, but she just revamped the, the Matrix, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, again, this is a hoopty. It's a piece of shit with brand new rims. That's all it is. Read between the lines. She didn't change shit. Again, and I agree with you, John. I am so tired of everybody speaking about the commissioner, that she's the messiah. And again, that's a great point. You, you, you said stuck between a rock and a hard place. You are the commissioner. You are in charge. And if you're stuck between a rock and a hard place and you can't be the leader, well, then step down and say, I can't do this job. Maybe that's why other people that were offered this job didn't want to take it because they knew they weren't going to be running it and they would not be the real commissioner. So it's time that you answer those questions to yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. When I first made Sergeant, I had a lieutenant who told me my driver was going to be. And I was like, absolutely not. I said, absolutely not. I said, if you want to take the, the person as your driver, you can take him as your driver. You know, didn't go over well. I mean, but it is what it is. I don't care. I didn't take her. I didn't take the person they told me as my driver. It's, 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 I'm the leader that day. I'm making the decisions that day. That's it. Same Bingo. thing. She's got a boss. Step up to the plate. You're the police commissioner. Be the police commissioner. Um, let's go to the next one. Using status as a law enforcement officer to intimidate a victim, etc. This is like an off-duty family, as it relates to household, maybe a neighbor, something like that. Presumptive penalty, uh, presumptive additional penalty, 10 days. Oh, so they actually added 10 more days. They, they added for 10 days for the presumptive penalty. Yeah, I don't know what the original penalty is. So um, I don't even understand this one, honestly. It's aggravating factors using the status. And then the presumptive additional penalty would be 10 days. I don't know. But it has nothing to do with public safety. It has nothing to do with your job. This is off-duty shit. This is shit they're going to hit you with for something else. You want me to go to the next one? Absolutely. I mean, I think this thing speaks for itself. Yeah, it's stupid. Accidental <laughs> firearm discharge. No injury and or minor property damage. Mitigated penalty, five days. Presumptive penalty, 15 days. Aggravated penalty, 30 penalty days plus dismissal probation. So they said that they said that they in the, in the New York Post article that you read, they said they were getting away with, with, the, with it was just going to be a presumptive penalty. But not in the document that people are signing off on doesn't say it. Gaslit. Exactly. It, who, listen, I don't know who the author uh, who actually who is the journalist for this particular report in the New York Post, but you got it wrong. This is this is actually what's presented here in this proposal. So nothing has changed. Here's the part I don't understand. Keyword, accidental. It's an accidental discharge, right? But the aggravating factor you said was is dismissal probation. So they're going to put you on dismissal probation for an, an accident. So the accident, so you have aggravating factors for an accident. So you've been on the job 15 years, you shouldn't have an accident. Is that what they're saying? So now they're an insurance company? That's what it sounds like. It's like an insurance company. You're not allowed to have accidents. 
I mean, I would, and uh, but the insurance company, if you were a good employee for all those years and you were on the job for all those years, they actually give you less, right? You get a discount. Here, you, it's the complete opposite. So it's the opposite of an insurance company because you exactly. get for those things. You get that's a good point. Practice for those days, and, and you actually get penalized for it. You're paying more. Oh, you've been on the job for thirty years. You're gonna pay more for insurance. You know? Yeah. So honestly, it, it's. It doesn't help you at this point to have rank, to have time in the job, unless, I mean, there's certain ranks it helps, right? When I mean, you start to get stars on your, on, on your shirt, it starts to help. But before that, it doesn't make any difference. doesn't make a difference at all. Unfit for duty. Mitigated 10 penalty days. Presumptive penalty. 30 penalty days plus dismissal probation, plus ordered breath testing, plus cooperation uh, with counseling. That's presumptive. If you know someone, you'll just get 10 days, right? That'll be the mitigating if you're the chief's son. Hey, uh, uh, who's that? Pat Lynch's son, maybe? <laughs> no, you could just shoot through a car and not report it or report the IAB and do all that stuff. That's, that's you know, and, and just the other kid in the car gets fired, not him. Though. Um, aggra aggravated penalty, termination. Now, I know guys that have driven drunk and have had incidents involving alcohol three times and are still on this job. And some of them actually have been promoted numerous times discretionarily. So, I mean, I, I'm not, listen, I'm not big into drinking. I always took the feather out of the hat. I was never going to jump in my car drunk, but people make mistakes, man. Things happen. 20 years is a long time. 25 years now is your life. People could make a mistake. People could make a mistake. It doesn't mean that you drove drunk, that you were irresponsible. Could have had one or two drinks and you would blow. And someone ran in front of your car or something. I think this is heavy. I think this is to honestly, I think this will be weaponized against TTO to fire you, get you the hell off, save the money. Uh, absolutely. First of all, again, this is one of those other things on the job that I always said throughout my entire career. Unfit for duty, I think, is completely subjective. So this doesn't say that if you're 0.08, or greater when you drive, it just says unfit for duty. So, if you have half a glass of wine, are you fit or you're not? I mean, subjective. I had half a glass of wine. According to New York State law, you're not going in most body counts. You're not going to meet point oh eight or greater. But for the NYPD, what's the standard? You're unfit for duty because you had a half a glass of wine, and you know, depending on who's the duty captain that responds, you could be fit. It could be. It, it, it's you know, you're, you're, it's. Your, your hands are in uh, – it's completely subjective on who thinks you're fit to duty. What, what do you think about that, honestly? It's crazy. I mean, you have two beers. You're out. You're with your girlfriend. Guy grabs her ass. You get into a fist fight. You're, you're getting arrested and fired. You're getting arrested and fired. I mean, for, for attempting to stop a sexual assault, you know, um, and, you know, you're unfit for duty. You had two beers. Didn't lead you to get into the fight. You didn't have nothing to do with it. Had nothing to do with it. You're going to get hit with unfit for duty. You're out You're out at a bar. You had two drinks and you get sucker punched for absolutely no reason because this guy thinks that you're somebody or you were looking at his girlfriend or something. You don't know nothing. You get terminated. You get terminated. You didn't do anything wrong. You can't even be a victim. You can't even be a victim in the police department. Uh, no, you can't. I, I could actually tell you that. You know, I had an incident. I had an incident in January of 2019 with two uh, two uh, perpetrators accosted me. I was going through my building at the time, living in Astoria, and uh, I was attacked by two males that were trying to get into the building. I stopped them. I ended up getting into a fight with them. I was unarmed at the time. They pulled a knife on me. I was able to uh, overpower them, thank God, and get to safety. But 
I was I, I wasn't treated any better for being a victim. You know, all the questions were leading to it. Was I fit for duty? Was I okay? Meanwhile, this was midday. I didn't have a drink. You know, I was accosted by two males that were trying to get in. Sure enough, one of them was wanted for a prior shooting. Uh, one was another perp with, with, with quite a history. I won't mention the races because then they're going to say that I'm racist. But I can tell you they didn't look like me. That wasn't a fact. But they were trying to get into a building that they didn't belong to. And I stopped them. And they pulled a knife on me. And actually, the, the ironic part about it was they wanted to make a civilian complaint against me because they said they got beat up by a, two black guys got beat up by a white guy. Uh, and I was off duty. But <laughs> they wanted to make a civilian complaint. Uh, anyway, but the point is, exactly, I was being probed if I was fit for duty or not. Absolutely ridiculous. They were not saying, hey, I'm glad you're okay and concerned about my safety. They weren't concerned about public safety. They were concerned to make sure that I was representing the patch okay. Yeah, so if you went home because you just got your eighth set of charges that day, you walk up the block to the bar and you walked home and that happened, you're getting terminated. Aggravated. Exactly. That, if that happened to you, you get accosted, you're getting terminated because you had two beers on the way home, on the way home from work after you got your eighth set of charges because now you clearly have aggravating factors uh, because the CCRB is targeting you and you're fired. So, again, and, you can't be a victim. You can't. And, and it's a shame, too. I, I You know, I, and the questions that were presented to me was, you know, why not just go into the building and just call 911? I said, that's my domain. These, 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 again, you know, I could have been, uh, unfortunately, I could have been Daniel Penny. These two males were trying to get into a building that they didn't belong to. They were dressed, masking, masking their faces, masking their bodies. All the indications were there. They were there to commit a potential robbery. And I stopped them doing what a police officer or a good Samaritan should do. So it's weird that we're talking about this because this is the last change in this in this in this matrix. Non-domestic physical altercation. Okay? And there's a footnote under it. So I'm going to read out the penalties. I'm going to read the footnote. Mitigated penalty, 10 penalty days. Who's getting into a fist fight and getting a mitigated penalty? Nobody. You aren't. I'll tell you that right now. You were not getting a mitigating penalty. Um, your presumptive penalty is 20 days. Your aggravated penalty, termination. The footnote, the circumstances surrounding the altercation and the severity or lack of injuries will be a factor when determining aggravating or mitigating penalties. Any verbal altercation absent any additional misconduct will not result in disciplinary action. So let's go back to what you said. You can't be human. So you're with your girlfriend, you're with your wife, and someone grabs her ass and you intervene. And that turns into an altercation, you could potentially be terminated. So what they want you to say is, honey, I'm sorry, I can't protect you. Let me call 911. And she's gonna say, But you're my man, are you supposed to protect me? Oh no, I can't. I I, I could be terminated because of the disciplinary matrix. This is absolutely ridiculous. What happened to the uh again? That's why I say it all the time. We're not humanizing cops, it's completely inhumane the way we treat cops. We we want to pretend that they have to act like robots. So you know what? Get the robots, because that's who's going to be running the police department very soon, because you don't want humans doing this job. It's impossible to, to, to oblige by these procedures here. This discipline is ridiculous. And again, what does any of this have to do with them doing their job? You're actually, they're actually terminating you for all off-duty shit. What does any of it have to do helping you to do your job better? How does any of this improve public safety? How does any of this do anything? No, I'm going to change the disciplinary matrix because I've been working with the PBA and we got you this new modern chart that's not in your contract, right? We got you this new modern chart. 
I mean, basically what I see from the police commission is she's been campaigning to Patrick Lynch. You know, that's what I see. That's what I see. She's been campaigning for team default hundred. She should be campaigning for Franklin Valdez, Derek Andrews. That's who she should be campaigning for. Cops that want to do the job that have integrity. Because the, the integrity of the PBA is really in question right now. Absolutely. I mean, this. so, I mean, oh, my overall analysis of this, this is gaslighting 101. <laughs> There's not one change to this disciplinary matrix that's going to benefit you, that's going to make your job easier, that's going to make it safer for you to go out and do police work, that's going to shield you from an overzealous, biased, anti-police civilian complaint review board. There's not one thing in here. If anything, it's, dem- it's emasculating you further when you're off duty. It's going to scare cops more into what Eric's saying. I can't do anything. I can't. Yeah. The, the famous line in the police department, I can't. You know, it's like it, it, it's disgusting. It's disgraceful. Nobody ever better sit there and tell me that, oh, this disciplinary matrix got changed. It's just gaslighting. Well, this, this just this just proved the old saying that you're a cop 24-7. It definitely does not apply. When First of all, you can't even be a cop when you're on duty. But sure as hell off duty, you can't do anything because of disciplinary matrix. You can't even protect your own family. I'm sorry. Excuse my language. Fuck that. Your family comes first. You, f- you can forget about this disciplinary matrix. Someone tries to attack your family. But that's what this is saying. Call 911. That's what you want to do. And you know what? The guys that respond, because they're on duty, they can't do anything either. So no, everyone is frozen. No one can do anything. Yeah. Criminals just run amok. I, I, this is a great time to be a criminal. I should have been a vigilante. I don't even know why I decided to be a cop. No, it's uh, it's 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 crazy. And And again, like I said... What are they going to do when perps start threatening cops and showing up at cops' houses and their neighbors? We have weak, timid, docile people that we can timid on duty. There's no repercussions for your action out there. The only person that has to worry about a repercussion or dealing with the criminal justice system is a New York City police officer. Criminals are running wild out there. Nothing is happening to them. What are we going to do when they start getting threats and they start giving in? To, to actual threats and bribery and everything else for criminals because it's coming. We're gonna see we're gonna see things we've never seen coming in a very short time from now. This city is incompetent. This is disgusting. It's a slap in the face. And again, you're all sitting there like a bunch of little baby birds and they're just regurgitating in your mouth all this nonsense and you buy it because you read a New York Post article. It's happening right now in the jails, especially in Rikers. I mean, where they're completely understaffed, they're overtired, they they're getting treated like shit. The correction officers are just completely outnumbered. They have so many rights right now in the jails, and these correction officers right now they're fearing for their lives. And 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 I'm sure they probably have to bend the rules just to maintain their own safety. And that's what's happening right now. It's 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 blowing onto the streets, and the cops that are out there right now, their safety is at risk. I mean, case in point. The 58 right there alone is, is a huge safety issue. I don't know how the unions did not just stop police work altogether. This 58 really puts our cops at risk. I mean, we have some crazy people out there. They could just pull up a name. They could pull up Eric Dim and say, you know what? Look at how many complaints this guy has. I don't like him. I want to I do some damage to him because of your 58. That's a huge safety. And I think you're 100% right. All we do is we have to get some gangs out there to start putting some pressure on some of the cops. And this could happen. This is not far from the truth. Absolutely. So overall, overall, NYPD planning to lower punishments for cops on certain charges. What do you say? 
It's an epic fail. I, I, I love the word that you're saying that they gaslight. It's exactly what they're doing. They're just lying to them. I'm going to use my analogy again. It's a hoopty driving by. Look at that car, that piece of shit that's got brand new rims, got a lift kit on it. Oh, it's, you know, it's got a, a nice car wash. But if you drive it, it's still a piece of shit. It's still, and that's what's going on here right now. They're showing uh -huh. I don't even think it's that, dude. I really, I think they're coming with the same exact car. They're they're driving by with the same exact car, and they just branded it different. And they're like, "Look, I got a car wash." <laughs> oh, 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 they got a paint job, right? Uh, yeah, it's the same shit. It's the same exact. Like, I don't even think they got the rims. Yeah, exactly. They got a paint. They changed the color. It didn't change anything. It didn't change the engine. It didn't change the brakes. It didn't change the handling. It didn't change the air conditioning in the car. You're just driving by with a different color car. Although we changed it. But you know what makes me sad about this whole thing? I, I mean, honestly, to the cops out there that are watching this, and for the cops out there that don't watch this because they're afraid to watch it, make them watch it because I want to ask them this question. Why do you let this happen to you? The PBA is gaslighting you. The commission is gaslighting you. And I hear from the cops I speak to on a daily basis and some of the bosses that most of the cops are going, yeah, I, I've, I'm voting for Team Hendry. I'm like, well, why? Because the union said so. And then I hear, oh, the commissioner is changing the disciplinary matrix. And I said, well, how do you know that? Oh, because they said so. Well, who's they? Is that how we get our information? Your cops. When you, even if you're a, just a, a basic patrol cop, the fundamentals, you go out to a job and you do your own investigation. That's what the question I'm asking to you. I'm challenging you. Do your own investigation. Read the disciplinary matrix. Ask for the bylaws for the PBA. Start to read this stuff for yourself and don't just get the information second and third hand. Put your own finger on it and ask yourself, you know, when it comes to the PBA, why is Team Hendry going unopposed? Right? Where is the opposition? Why is the commissioner saying that she's changing the disciplinary matrix and it looks the same to me? Again, same car, different paint job. Start asking questions, but you got to put your own finger on it. No, well said. Well said. I mean, and, and not just the PBA. I mean, there's, we have sergeants, we have an SBA, we have detectives, DEA, you have lieutenants that are getting jammed up. You even have captains now that are getting jammed up. Why aren't these unions involved in this conversation? What is their comments about these changes? Oh, look what we did. They're selling it to you too. They're marketing this piece of shit car to you too with a new paint job or got a, a fresh car wash and detailed. This isn't anything. This is nothing. This is absolutely nothing. I actually think this was a talking point for Team Hendry. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure the other unions, as the elections come up, are going to use this as a talking point. We helped get the, the disciplinary matrix changed. No, you didn't. Nothing happened. They wouldn't. Where are their comments? You should all be reaching out. This it's an absolute joke. Honestly, I really did think some things were going to change until by reading the New York Post article, I thought that. But I, I sat here, me and Eric sat here. We found the the actual draft. It's open for public comment. I'm going to put my comment on it. And, and you know, I'm going to definitely put my comment on it. And you should at least be looking at it. I, but guess what? You're the public too off duty. You can comment. John, I can probably guess your answer, but I'm going to ask anyway. Discipline, as you know, we were both bosses on the job. It's supposed to be fair and equal. Do you think this disciplinary matrix is fair and equal? And if not, why? And if it is, why? Absolutely not. Listen, I like Jeff Madry. I do think Jeff Madry is a good guy. Um, I Like I said originally, this whole case that he he got the guy, he got the mm -hmm. retired cop uh, or released and avoided the arrest. 
I didn't, I wouldn't have arrested the guy. However, I wouldn't have did what he did where he went and voided the arrest. And I think that what you're seeing now, even even the thing in the paper, oh, the 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 uh, the, the commissioner's uh, uh, recommending charges uh, is is recommending ten days, and he's going to fight it and seek a disciplinary hearing, right? And I mean, I'm just going to let you know right now, if that was you guys, there would be multiple charges on there, and many of them would be termination. There would the the aggravating the aggravating factor would be termination. And he has plenty of aggravating factors. So, but so instead of doing that, they charged him with this one little charge in the disciplinary matrix that doesn't that uh, holds a weight of ten days, and he doesn't even take that. And I mean, and and so right then and there, it's not fair and it's not balanced. And we see it every day in everything, whether it's a religious uh, or uh, accommodations getting approved for religious exemptions, medical exemptions, and all types of discipline. Who's getting those mitigating factors? Foil that. I guarantee you those people are only going to be last names that you know. I don't mean to be sarcastic, but I want to congratulate. It's funny that you speak about it. So I'd like to congratulate Chief uh, Jeffrey Madry, who just graduated from law school. And, uh, you know, it's a great accomplishment. But, I, I, honestly, I, I just want to say it really is a great accomplishment. But that's now another aggravating factor for Chief Jeffrey Madry. Is it not? The fact that he knows better, he has an experience, and he has a law degree? Absolutely. I mean, that's what the aggravating factors are. The aggravating factors are to, are to hurt you based upon your experience. They're not to help you. I, I think that's great. But, you know, what you said about the insurance company, you're right. The, the, the more time that you have driving a car, the more experience you have, you get a discounted rate because, you, you, you know, it, it's the appreciation understood that you have more experience, so you should be better at it. And that's the same thing here, but it's being used against you. It's almost, you know, it's almost like, damn, when you're in a discipline situation, shit, I got 15 years on the job. This is this is not helping me out, or I'm about to make sergeant. I I better get this case wrapped up before I get promoted. That's that's what this is. Again, it does nothing. It does nothing to help the cops. This is total gaslighting. You know, I mean. You know, everybody loves when we talk crap about everybody else, but they don't love when we hone in on their own bullshit. This is this is this is garbage. This whole thing's garbage. I really I don't even have anything else to say about it anymore. It's we just debunked the whole thing, I think. Do you think I mean, I think it's an easy question, but in your opinion, I mean, we speak about this. Do you think the disciplinary matrix should be a document that we revamp, modify it and change it and utilize it? Or should we just completely remove it and start from scratch? I, I don't think politically they can remove it. I don't think that they'll they'll be able to. Um, they'll have to get it approved through city council because it is a living document. But I do believe those aggravating factors should be removed. I honestly do. I think the aggravating factors really go against um, really go against is uh, it's, it's basically violating everyone's right to equal fair trial to fair punishment you know um to equal protection under the law i don't believe that you have so if so eric goes out in the, in the south bronx and and he's a proactive cop and i'm an, I'm an admin lieutenant he's an ad, he's, he's still out on the street pro past 2018 i'm an admin lieutenant eric's gonna get aggravating factors because he's in a different position than i'm in does he get equal protection under the law because he's an active cop absolutely not He's not getting equal protection. 
And, and I'll say this, I saw it firsthand. I don't want to give the guy his name, but a friend of mine, you know, a great guy, he was a lieutenant on the job. We worked together. We had a, we had a job together and we both got substantiated civilian complaints and he got a B command discipline, which is at the precinct level for, for people out there that watch this. If you're not a cop, there's what's called a CD. It's command discipline. It's on the command level. So he got what's there's a schedule A or, or B. He got what's called a B command discipline. And I got substantiated for the exact same thing. And I was referred for administrative charges with the job. Why? Because I had more ag aggravating factors. Exactly that. So the same incident, we were working together, the same penalty. It was the same complaint, the same charges, but he got a command discipline and I got charges because of that disciplinary matrix. And again, here we are. It's supposed to be changed. I've heard from the cops. This is the Messiah. She's changing. She's changing it. John, you just said it. we debunked it. There's no changes here. There's nothing better. And it's nothing police related except for offensive language. Right. And that's really open to interpretation. So here you are, you're on a job, you, you're getting someone who just shot three people, they got a gun, and your life is online, and you're like, give me your fucking hands, give me a... And someone's offended, and you're getting terminated. Yeah. I mean, it's clearly not equal, and we've seen, you know, and, and again, I think the biggest, most highlight, shining example that discipline's not equal is Sal Greco. I mean, we have numerous people that have gotten CDs for criminal association. This kid got fired for criminal association, and the guy wasn't even a criminal. Yeah, and and he got charged with doing with doing off duty work when he they never could prove that he ever got paid from anything. How the, it, it was, you know, it was the most shining example. It's just up there on a hill of the hypocrisy of the whole disciplinary system and of this matrix, which would not help Sal Greco. These changes wouldn't help anybody. Uh, well, he was uh, charged with uncompensated security. <laughs> Yeah, what? uncompensated security. I do uncompensated security everywhere I am. Right now, I'm doing uncompensated security on my computer. I'm making sure no one takes it while I'm in my home. You know, it, it's it's the most ridiculous thing because nobody could even verbalize what that is. It's the stupidest thing. Well, here's the problem. If you're an alpha white male and you're in good shape and you have a muscular build and you're tall and you have a good presence and you're a white male and you align with Trump, well, guess what? You're doing uncompensated security. That's what it is. So, John, every day you go out with your family, you're doing uncompensated security. Absolutely. Every day you go out with my family, uncompensated security. Yeah. Go to church, uncompensated security. Oh. Is that in the matrix, uncompensated security? No, because it's so stupid they didn't write it down. They actually, on his charges, they actually charged him with something else officially. Didn't even make sense. They hit him with a, like a second charge of criminal, so it's something stupid. I forget what it was. Hey, Sal, if you're listening, brother, uh, keep fighting. I mean, you're out there doing a great job, so up to you, brother. All right, bro. You want to wrap it up? I mean, I got I got nothing else on it. Yeah, I think we just completely debunked this. Uh, I, I just hope that the cops actually listen. Stop saying they told me. Stop saying this one told me. Put your own finger on it. That's what I got to say. Absolutely. Read it. It's there for public comment. Read the changes. They're complete nonsense. NewYorkCity.gov, go on NYPD website, put in disciplinary matrix, public content, uh, comment, it'll come right up. It'll show you all the changes. It's all 14 changes that we talked about. None of them are going to help you. None of them is making your job easier. It's completely debunked. Police commissioner, are you learning from the best I could see? You know, uh, Pat Lynch and John Puglisi, they're, you know, they're helping you out, gaslighting. 
gaslighting experts who've been doing it for 23 years. And here we are, you're getting good at it because you gaslit everybody and they all bought it hook, line, and sinker. But there's two guys that didn't. So, you know, keep working. Maybe maybe we'll grab it one day. Maybe they'll throw the disciplinary matrix at John, at John Puglisi and uh, some of these other PBA board members for the stuff they've been saying to Franklin Valdez and uh, Derek Andrews. Maybe internal affairs should look at the stuff they're saying and hit them with offensive language because they, uh, these guys say some pretty crazy stuff. I, I haven't seen any professional professionalism by them. I mean, completely. The stuff I see is just really... I, I have the stain for the stuff that they're saying. It's disgusting. It's despicable. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, 265 Police Live Series brought to you by New York's finest retired and unfiltered podcast. And for all you that listen, all the haters, if you don't like what we're saying, please unsubscribe. Don't listen. We don't care.